0: Welcome to Don't Be Alarmed, We're Negroes, the podcast where we take a colourful look at life, diversity, and the game of golf from the other side of the green. Over the next hour and change, you will definitely hear explicit perspectives penetrating your ear. Enjoy! Enjoy!
1: KZ, yeah, are on the beats, yeah. we on the beats, yeah. Don't be alarmed, we're Negroes. Negro, please. Please, Negroes. Don't be alarmed, we're Negroes. You, 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 you. Welcome to Don't Be Alarmed, We're Negroes. We have three Negroes on the show today, and I'm proud to be one of them. Uh, The Trace Amigos. Suge, what's happening with you today?
0: Chilling. We coming back at you, bringing you podcast 23. We keeping them uh, rapid fire every week to you.
1: I love it. Go ahead and give us a rundown of today's show.
0: This episode, we're going to cover, you know, uh, some golf news of the week. It's a a sad topic, but I think it's uh, something that needs to be discussed. Um, we're going to get into last week's uh, Rocket Mortgage Classic, the Volunteers of America Classic. We'll get into this week's John Deere Classic and the Marathon LPGA Classic on the ladies' side. Uh, we've got a very interesting uh, diversity topic and story and discussion today. So we hope you want, uh, you're really going to enjoy it. Why is Black inclusion in golf business so hard? And we're also going to discuss the John Shippen uh, who is John Shippen We're going to s- discuss the John Shippen tournament and the significance of his presence in golf and continuing to influence the game of golf. The front nine, we're going to get into the the top nine Timberland songs. You know that 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 man's been bringing bangers for years, so it's going to be interesting to see the picks there. Uh, we're going to get into the back nine pars and prep, covering the entrepreneurial mindset, the entrepreneurial spirit and mindset. Uh, We're going to get into our weekly segment, What Are We Hating On? The Gigging Golf Song of the Week, first place, uh, a single by Wild West and Polyester the Saint. We're going to bring you another banger. So uh, we're going to do the final shout outs to close out the show.
1: Love it. We got a great show, and we got a great guest this week. We got a head honcho. Really a shy town, great. He can teach you a few things. He's an entrepreneur, trailblazer for black golfers and brands everywhere. He's a member of Alpha Phi Alpha. Relaunched the UGA, keeps you in the news with Black Golf Wire, and will give you the deuces right away. Introducing our guy, T-Y, Ty. What's happening? Welcome to the show.
2: Hey, hey, hey. What's happening? Hey, brothers. Look. That is the best intro I've ever had. I'm, I'm gonna have to call you up to fly you guys in next time I get an award somewhere. Don't
0: <laughs> <laughs> gonna be there, brother. We're gonna hey, be there. Man,
2: look, look, that's that's why we're here for it. That's why we're here. Now, thank you again, brothers. I appreciate it. Thank you again for the opportunity and the invitation.
1: Sure thing. Thanks for <laughs> for taking the time out. You're a busy man. Thanks for jumping on and and being with us and spending some time with, with the Negroes. And uh, now let's let's jump into the uh golfer news of the week. Sure. Give us a rundown.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, so we're, you know, seeing the uptick, uh, an uptick of just craziness and some, you know, just straight fuckery on the golf course, a lot of violence surrounding the game of golf right now. Um, you see a lot of fights, you hearing about it on the, on the corn Ferry tour. We covered it a couple of weeks back. Um, and then, you know, now we're hearing some sad news where it actually turned into so actually someone losing a life on the golf course and where a golf pro was uh, recently, um, killed over the weekend in Atlanta so just some you know some crazy things that are that are going around in the world of golf um details are still coming out on that second story Mm -hmm. um you know but you gotta you gotta really think about you know what the you know what the what the fuck is really going on where people are taking it to that level and you know the game a game of golf is supposed to be a fun game we're all supposed to be out here chilling um enjoying life and making life moments but it's, it's something something else is going on, man. So you know we all just got out of quarantine. So you know, I think we all need to be able to um, play in peace. So what do you fellas think about that?
1: Well, I I mean, people have got to chill. It's just there's a lot of lot of things going on, right? So after this quarantine, you're seeing stuff in airports, um just people acting foolish and and doing things, and it's just it's. It's not worth it. It's like people ain't got no sense or no upbringing, um, in and how to act. Like being in your house in a shelter to protect yourself, and people come out. Um, they, they just don't know how to act. It it really bothers me. It's the game of golf. It's it's a, you know, seen as a prestigious sport, and here we are. Uh, we went from drive bys to 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 popping caps on 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 the golf course. So you it's know. Empty right
2: yeah it's unfortunate i mean i think he was a father of two i believe and uh, obviously a husband um and you hate for those things to happen like you know i think what's the interesting thing is is what we we may not ever find out as to to the why now right. you know i i i may pull three three birdies out of my pocket on a, on a round of golf and maybe if you step on the tee box you know, my birdie, you know, I'm not going to go in the, in the bag and pull out my little piece. You know, you're it, not going to get that upset. Uh, yeah. But, you know, I, you know, you, you don't know what's going through uh, people's heads. And sometimes we say things and we don't know what else is going on emotionally with the person who we're saying things to or about. Uh, now, we don't know, you know, he could have Lied about some skins, or it could be something much more larger than that. Obviously, we, you know, I'm hoping that it's, um, you know, but I, I, I hate to say this, but the first thing I did was look and see what how much melanin he had in his blood. Right. Uh, and, you know, I was just, I'm not, I hate to see anyone pass away over golf, but um, I definitely don't like seeing my brothers uh, pass away, uh, especially over the game. I've seen some crazy stuff happen you know, somebody get, you know, shoved and, you know, got a little pop in the chin, but I've never been in a situation where it got too so intense, where you sometimes see, you know, these white boys out there wrestling on the fairways and shit, you know, <laughs> and you're like, what did, what happened there and how did that get started? How many beers yeah. did you have that got that going? So, um, but yeah, unfortunately, I haven't really heard much about any other incidents, but maybe I'm, I'm sheltered in my laptop in my office and I'm not looking at the news as much. Uh, What happened on the on the country tour?
0: Oh, well, these guys were arguing about, you know, uh, one one guy, his ball just kept going out of the out of the fairway. And so he was kind of looking to the the other folks within his foursome to kind of help him locate his ball. And one of the guys, uh, you know, his father was caddying for him and just got kind of sick of it. You know, sick of looking for this guy's ball all the time, and just finally like said something during the round, like, "Hey, you know, instead of us looking for your ball, man, you should hit him in the fairway." And then that kind of <laughs> that kind of just escalated from there, you know. And then the dude, that's his dad, so then you know the the other guy is he got to a- defend his pops. You know what I'm saying? So
2: you know, pop got, I, it, pop got a slick mouth, yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> and then,
0: you know, but you he was the one that was playing on the tour, so. It's just, it's just unfortunate, man. That you see a lot of, you see it escalate so quick, man. Where whatever happened to, um, you know, I mean, what would like whatever like remember in the old NBA where it was just a lot of shit talking. I'm nothing, from Chicago. Happened, yeah, you know?
2: look, I'm from Chicago. I let it go. I would, yeah, I would see them cats doing some wild things on the mm-hmm. on the court. Um, yeah, you know, Bill Lambier was, you know, he was a he played victim. He also played the, you know. <laughs> Fair. He he's the original flopper. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but no, it's unfortunate.
0: I mean, but, today's the NBA. Today's oh, NBA. It's today, a lot I'm, I'm, today, that's what I'm saying. It's a it, that's the way that I I I like I look at golf like it should be a lot more like that. It's a lot more talk than anything else, you know.
2: Yeah, that's about all they got out there. Yeah. They're not really about that, so you know, because they, <laughs> they, they don't want to get fine. One, they don't want right. that 25 large being debited out of their, you know, their bank accounts, and they don't want to miss any games either. Right. So, you know, they hold a lot. They, they hold, the, they hold the, the basketball players a lot more con- you know, accountable for their actions now than hey. they did before. Oh, yeah. Because the Chicago Bulls coach will run out on the court and start swinging. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. With the guys. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, everyone just needs to chill out, man. Just yeah, man. just just chill. Can't we all just get along like Rodney King? Where's oh, Rodney? You know, let's just God. let's just hit it with that and uh um, yeah. just hoping everybody gets out there and chills.
0: And if you if you need something to go listen to, go go pump that EPMD you gots to chill. Gots like that chill. that'll put you in the right kind of chill. mood chill. to get right back to your center.
2: Yeah. Or, or or carry a small thing rolled or a vape or something, whatever, on the course to, you know, settle yourself yeah. down. Or a gummy. <laughs> yeah, hey,
0: for real. Yeah, I
2: see guys with gummies and vapes and all kind of things that are rolled up on the golf course these days mm-hmm. to settle them down. Yes, indeed. I mean, I'm not saying that's me. <laughs>
1: So, uh, Ty, let's uh, get into you a little bit. Uh, tell us a little bit about your background and yourself, and how you uh, got into this world of golf.
2: I'm just a little Negro from the South Side of Chicago, uh, who um, who fell into golf because my my wife at the time said we need to take up you need to take up golf again because. Um, I'm a doctor and we're going to be hobnobbing with some folks and, you know, that's going to be a part of your lifestyle or our lifestyle. So I was like, well, you know, that's nothing I was afraid of, but I was like, it's boring. You know, I played as a great, as a youngster, but then I took golf up in 1990, 2000 and 2006, somewhere around there, somewhere in there. No, 2001, take that back and golf was just something that I just did on the weekends And then it became me planning golf trips for people and the fellas. And then I got laid off in 2009 and I made a business out of planning golf trips for everybody, not just my buddies. And that lasted 12 years. And then in 2019, um, God intervened and said, look, I think you need to start doing something a little bit different and add some extra revenue into the house. So I was on a podcast with some uh, brothers, Kevin Pack and some other people in the industry. And one of the questions was, can anyone name two black companies that are uh, that make or produce or create something in golf other than just talking? And many of us couldn't answer that question. Hmm. Uh, I knew one brother, uh, Anthony Sharif, who had sweet spot apparel for many years. And that unfortunately fell, fell apart a little bit some years ago but nobody can name a black company who was in soft goods or hard goods. Mm -hmm. And that night I realized that it was something I needed to do. So I came up with the name within 24 hours, bought the domains that I needed to buy and then came up with the business plan and then found a manufacturing company to start making my gloves within less than 30 days. And within, 90 days of the concept to having 500 golf gloves landing at my front door on the week of Black Friday 2019.
1: Nice, excellent. Um, yeah. not only are you involved in like the apparel world, um, and you mentioned the travel and stuff like that, um, tell us about your involvement with the UGA. Uh,
2: the United Golfers Association uh, is a special special thing because is an organization that's been around since 1925 and it was created because the PGA had a clause in their bylaws that said that to be a member of the Professional Golfers Association of America, you had to be a Caucasian, uh, or I said white, uh, you know, male and born in the, U- in the North or South America. And it didn't say women or anything. It just said white male. So even women weren't even, you know, that was, they weren't even an option. And so this organization was, was birthed from eight individuals in Washington, DC, who decided that enough was enough. And they wanted to start creating more ways and opportunities for Black folks back then. Back then, we were called colors, Negroes. Uh, <laughs> so, but then there weren't any places for us to play competitively as a professional. Uh, and definitely there was definitely less than 10 or five, 10, 10 golf courses that even would allow us to play, um, you know, casually throughout the U S. So that organization built up Teddy Rose, Joe Lewis, Lee Elder, Charlie Sifford, Renee Powell, um, and countless others, including Pete Brown, Jim Dent, and countless others, actually played on the UGA tour, which essentially was the Negro League for golf uh, up until the mid 1970s. Uh, during research and back in the early of 2020, is that mine bleeping? I think that must be one of my computers bleeping. Sorry, <laughs> I'm here. Keep hearing this bloop bloop. Um, and um, basically, I decided what organization was at the forefront of golf and where was it and where is it and why did it go away? And during my research, I realized that it just kind of floated away in the 1970s and it was just gone. And I didn't know why there were, I'd read two, three, four books on and from different authors to try to figure out what exactly happened and really couldn't figure out anything at all. So what I realized is that, the opportunity was for me to be able to bring back an organization that had been dissolved and to see if I could breathe some, uh, some, breathe some life into it. And so I came up with the concept, talked to another good brother, um, uh, KP, and then uh, he and I kind of got it going. And then I brought in Andy Walker and Trish Clark, Trisha Clark. And we kind of, all started trudging, pulling and clawing, trying to figure out what we could do to bring it back. And then recreate something that I think is very special. Right now, what we're doing to keep it very simple, uh, we're trying to raise awareness and raise money um, so that we can fulfill our mission, which is basically to find ways to increase the amount of young Black people to be uh, introduced to be uh, developed within the game, and to achieve, to advance and achieve in the game. So introduction, development, and and advancement. And advancement not meaning just going and playing on the tour. We want to be open up people's eyes to understand that, you know, regardless of what your major is in college, if you're finance, engineering, you're an architect, you're in education, you're in technology, marketing and advertising, PR, communications, there's a job for you in golf. And it, it, you know, from the tour to title list to ping to deuce to working at the organization level, um, you can grow the game in many ways, not just actually playing on the tour. Uh, and a lot of people feel like that's the only way for them to do is play on the tour or make eleven dollars an hour working at a pro But there's so much more uh, that's out there. And my, my my goal, as well as the board. And our team is to find more ways to be able to increase awareness of the organization and its history, um, to find more ways to be able to increase the sponsorship and support of our young Black players who are currently chasing a dream, like the ones who are on the John Shippen, playing the John Shippen this past week, uh, because they need money, they need resources, they need finances to support their entry fees, travel, hotel, rent a car food and beverage, clothing, golf balls, gloves, you name it. They need money for that. And it's just not going to come out of the sky. And many of them aren't winning. So then where's the money coming from? So then they're just walking around. They're asking for money from different people. And after a while, the well goes dry. And then, you know, they end up giving up their dream. It happened to Shasta. Shasta gave up her dream for a minute, and partially was because somebody promised her money uh, and didn't deliver. And she was, she had all her eggs in a basket, like many of them do, hoping one person is going to change their life with one say, hey, I got you, I'm going to take care of you, but then all of a sudden, poof. So she went back to working for a PWC, uh, and then after a few years realizing that she really, she needs to get back out there, she did, and she's had some great wins over the last few months, so I'm very proud of her and happy for her new success, a mm-hmm. uh, renew, renewed success, um, but that's what UGA is. It's trying to find ways to increase uh, funding for grassroots programs, um, uh, c- camps and the like for juniors, and then scholarships for uh, high schoolers and, and college students, and then funding for the professionals.
1: Very nice. Uh, you... You're involved with media also. Um, and so uh, we have the Black Golf Wire. But we also got 1896.golf out here. Um, yeah. Give us a little background on both of those things and how you got involved.
2: Eight uh, Black Golf Wire was birthed from being frustrated attending the PGA merchandise show in 2020. Uh, Roger Steele was in there. Maurice Allen um earl cooper elijah and everybody who matters and those who people don't know who are behind the scenes and black golf and just not just black golf but just who are working at the turn you know at the tournament level people working at pro shops and country clubs as well as people who are teaching we're all in there and we're listening to a panel of mostly white uh, professionals in golf talking to an all-black room of golf, you know, people in the golf industry telling us what they can't do anymore or what's not ready yet or what hasn't been drafted or, well, we'll, you know, can I get back to you? And, you know, I'm just like, why are we still asking for permission to do some shit that we should be able to do ourselves? Mm -hmm. You know, we as black folks know, if we band together and do stuff together, grab arms, get our sit down with pads and pens and start brainstorming and we can take over the world but we refuse to sometimes yeah. and part of the reason is that we get in, we be getting ourselves we get we get in our own way yeah but well, we know that but black Offwire wire was birthed that day because of frustration of listening to people saying that um there's no black content or there's not enough black content out there mm-hmm. and the only outlet that we had at the moment was the african american golfers digest mm-hmm. And, and I-, I love and I love James Beatty and and DeBert, um as much as everyone else does, but that can't be our only black golf platform for news and media and, and updates on stuff. You mm-hmm. just can't.
0: Not having access, I mean, it, it you know, it's just you're you, the story you're telling us, you know, it's just it, you had to force the issue, you know, and like you said, we're we're done asking for permission, you know, this is things that. That we're going to force the agenda for you know and, and things that we're setting um you know the pattern and and pioneering so you know you you're a pioneer so we appreciate you you know all your efforts and and everything that you've you know you've shared with us in terms of you know trying to open that door where it's been closed for a long time
2: thank you i appreciate it um one thing i do want to 1896 is something that's special it was birthed out of the whole John Shippen, um, not the event per se, but just the beginning of black golf, and when we actually decided that, um, you know, we we can do anything you can do, and typically better than if you Man. give us an opportunity to. Um, so 1896 is a partnership between myself and a good brother by the name of Ian Newsom out of Atlanta, um, and he and I have been envisioning this for a while independently. And then we came together to find a common bond and a resource, something that could be almost like a, a black, it's a Rob's report, you know, of golf and the, 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 the lifestyle of a golfer. So everything from the tour and news and what's happening to the golf industry and then silo into a tastemaker kind of stuff. So we're going to be talking about bourbon and scotch and whiskey and, and and cigars and, you know, and apparel and you know, and traveling, you know, you name it, that's going to be covered in there. And then we have a special section that's called legacy, and that's going to be reaching back to the John Shippen days and coming forward and making sure that we highlight black golf history in a way that it's unique and authentic. Um, And it's uh, www.1896.golf. And what's unique is that many people thought that when they saw Moby Dillard and they saw Kimiko and Greg Odom uh, Jr. wearing the 1896 hats, they just thought that that was just the, the John Shippen tournament. But what that is, is that's actually the logo mm-hmm. for 1896. That's our logo right on the front. What I did was I blended, which I normally do, my two businesses and relationships and opportunities, and put our logo on a hat and then gave it to the John Shippen tournament and all the players and volunteers and others so they could wear it. And then it ended up getting all over Getty's images and golf.com did an article. And did a feature on Moby talking about them, you know, wearing the 1896 commemorating the year of John Shippen uh, playing in the first, his first U.S. Open. So that's, and so that's a, you guys are going to love that site. If you haven't already been there and have discovered it, um, we just launched it literally the week of the John Shippen, but it's a soft launch and a full launch will happen actually on um July 18th, which is the actual, um, oddly enough, it's the anniversary of, of John Shippen playing in the actual tournament. So it's, uh, you know, so I mean, it's 96 now. So we're looking at, you know, 125 years uh, anniversary from when he played in it. So that's what we're launching it on that date as an anniversary. Um, but and then we're going to come out with two print uh, magazines uh, a year. So we're going to do a two-print, nice 11 by 12, maybe 10 by 12 and a half, big, large magazine like the Cigar Aficionado size um, that will have the same kind of a look and feel.
1: Very nice. So um, with your brands, with Deuce, um, you have some exciting news. You were just put in the PGA Superstores in a select few and expanding tell us about that and how you got to that point. And, uh, uh, that's just great news.
2: Well, typically when people say few, they say, they mean three. Well, damn it. I got 19. Right. So, um, so not, we're going to be in 19 stores. Uh, one in California, we got Phoenix, Houston, Dallas, Chicago, Atlanta, Fort Lauderdale, Boston, New York, Jersey, DC, um, and and Jacksonville, and Orlando, and uh, and two in Myrtle Beach. Mm. So I'm very excited because they really saw something special in the brand. We're the first black company to be a vendor, in both the website and you know on inside the stores. Mm-hmm. So our hats are going to be in the stores initially. And then they're gonna be on the website. But then what they did do was they have a new section on the website called Lifestyle and our cigar pouches and our our duffel bags that everyone loves so much.
1: That's pretty dope. Loving it. Loving it. Thing.
2: And then I'm coming for Golf Galaxy and Evan Watts coming <laughs> to you next. Coming
1: soon to a store near you. Yes, yeah. indeed. And you have a bunch of partnerships and different things that you're creating with Deuce. Um, I know we talked before, and there's some special stuff coming up for the Ryder Cup um, and uh, just all around your partnerships. So that's it's pretty dope to see. Um, just just brothers out there pushing and making it into, into the big stores because we love the PGA Superstore. On your list, though, you didn't have Denver out there. you know. So we, we need some love out here. I know it's coming.
2: It's coming. It's coming. It's all coming. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is what I what I needed all people to go to the p and buy them out, so then they have to buy more, and then they'll say, well, maybe we need to get it at the Denver store. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And Charlotte and some other places. So I mean, again, yeah. it's all about success. So they see numbers, they see sales, and it's continuous and consistent. They will say, I think we got something here, in Houston. Let's go ahead and stretch them out to their other 40. Because that's 49. It'll be 49 by the end of the year. Right now, I think it's like 45 or 46. uh, So I got another like 20 something to go. Nice. That's what's up. One more. Just shipped out all the hats today to the stores.
1: Oh, wow. Awesome. One more very important thing we've Uh got the Deuce Invitational. Oh. And it's. Yeah, it's, it's it's special. And this is big because, you know, it's it's happening um, in August, August 26th or 29th. If, go to uh, the deuceinvitational.com. They have all the information there. It's at Casa de Campo. Tell us about this.
2: Casa de Campo is a special place. Um, I have a good relationship with the director of golf, director of sales, VP of marketing, president, and a bunch of other people there. I've known them for many years. And to really have something. So what many people don't know is that I hosted something called the Punta Cana Open for five years. And that was every year, like the last week of uh, April, first week of May, depending on how the week fell. Uh, and I would always have 35, 40 golfers roll up from South Africa, Aruba, Canada, Miami, D.C., Chicago, all over and come down and play for a competitive five days, four rounds of golf and uh we would just get on there and just have a great time and that was with my travel business but i figured why not marry what i'm doing now with deuce and then with my relationships and then create something like the deuce invitational uh, i have a lot of customers who have purchased gloves and belts and everything from us who are going to be coming and joining us for uh the core tournament is. Four days and three nights, but most of the clients are actually coming in a day and a half early or a day, staying a day later. It's all inclusive, unlimited golf. Um, Rick, all you have to do is show up at the airport in Santo Domingo, La Romana, or Punta Cana, and there will be a driver there to pick you up and bring you directly to the hotel. You know, you pay one fee, and everything is taken care of. You know, unless you go off the grid and start ordering champagne at one o'clock in the morning, because <laughs> uh, you, you and your lady, you know, decide to have, you know, a fourth meal. <laughs> uh, but at the end of the day, it's, it's going to be a great experience. Jim Thorpe is going to be there um, as well playing. So that's going to be special to have a legend amongst everyone. So people are kind of excited about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just excited to do more things with the brand that I thought that I'd be able to do um and that's really what it's all about is uh what my buddy said calls hats on heads he's like we need we need we need as many hats on heads as possible and so that people can say what's that mm-hmm. you know um and that's that's really it but the deuce invitational is going to be special uh you know i know you guys are out in the middle of the middle world you know and it's not exactly <laughs> easy to get out to from middle world to Pentagon hey. or la Romana, but
0: we're yeah. not that far from the, the, the airport is close to both of us.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, I like, look, just get there. You know what I'm saying? Let's just have a good time. We can be doing that. We're just, don't be alarmed. We're just Negroes podcast on the green, on the ocean, by ocean behind it. Yes,
0: Why indeed. Not? Why not?
1: Well, speaking of golf, hmm. uh, let's get into the Rocket Mortgage Mar- Rocket Mortgage uh, Tournament that we had. Should give us a rundown on that.
0: Yeah, so this one was uh, another playoff. Um, so two weeks in a row, got to see some playoff golf, a uh, little extended extended coverage there. Uh, Cam Davis wins in a three-person playoff after, after five total holes with a 270, uh, nine, a, a negative 18, and taking home 1.3 mil um, and turns in four rounds of 68 or better. So good tournament again, mm-hmm. um, good golf being played over the weekend. Uh, but he did survive a lot of cats coming, you know, coming pretty uh, strong uh, on Sunday, you know, trying to take that take that spot. You had Troy Merritt out there. You had Joaquin uh, Neiman. And then you also had Bubba Watson making a strong charge. But, you know, um, you know, Cam was like, nah, I'm going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and take I'm going to go ahead and uh, let y'all know that it's not going to happen today.
2: He missed that putt,
0: though. Yeah. He did. He could have closed it out. He
2: did. He did. not barely miss it. Like, he missed the He did. <laughs> he, <laughs> did. he blew it. Yeah. Like, like, I would have blown it. Like, you know, totally missed it. But you know what was great, though, is that we got a chance to see my good buddy, um, Wayne Birch, mm-hmm. repping hard, hard with the pink, with the pink trap golf had the whole day. Yeah. And the camera was on troy Merritt the whole day yep. just seeing a good seeing a brother on tv winning um and you know and then troy mess around and got a hole in one on that part three
1: yeah good I, God. I
2: was i'm just glad to see us winning man and i uh, shout out to wayne birch you know look we as black folks like to toss toss you know coins across and rocks but you know look i don't have time for that shit you know look i'm <laughs> happy that he's winning yeah. I want him to sell as many t shirts and hats and mm-hmm. you know, shit as much as he can. You know, uh you see a middle aged white man and little kids wearing Golf is dope t shirts and hats. Right. You know, um, you know, look don't don't, you know, dudes coming to me. I got some people gonna be rocking my stuff soon. So it's tight. <laughs> you know, we're gonna be on TV again. Uh but no, it was good to see uh that playoff. I missed the last like the, last, the the last playoff call. I got distracted,
0: um, per usual. Go late, man. It go late. You got it. We got you know. Most of them tournaments wrap up on time, but the the one in the, the ones in the playoffs it it makes it tough to watch them, man.
2: Yeah, I was smoking cigars and stuff, and yeah, yeah
1: I feel that. Uh, let's let's talk about Bryson though. So that he was my pick, didn't make the cut. He fired his caddy. Uh, he did. Fired he did. his caddy like right before he went out on the round and mm-hmm. had a stranger on his bag. Uh, and now he has no caddy, we don't know right. who's going to be caddying for him. So that was uh very strange because I mean, Bryson's a different guy. So, I mean, to get rid of your caddy right off the rip, something's up they, there. No news. They were
0: saying, they were saying something, you know, there's a lot of speculation as always, you know, um, but they were saying that something happened between the two of them. Like it was, um, they said it wasn't, it wasn't about the caddying. It was more like personal. So something, something happened between. Somebody
2: had them. a Rick James moment and said, fuck your couch. <laughs> probably. probably.
0: probably. Yes, indeed. You know.
2: man. And then stop with the white boots on a white sofa, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Now, I mean, look, you know, when, You got to think like even back in the day when the white golf, the white professional golfers would play like in the masters and all this, they would get the brothers got there and they would say, look, I don't need you to do shit, but just carry my bag. You know, if I say give me a seven, give me a seven, you know, um, now that's not typically the case on a tour, but what you're dealing with is a lot of emotion, you know, because he's like, look, if you don't make this cut, I don't make anything. Now, a lot of those Um like unlike some like Wayne, Wayne gets like a salary, regardless if they win or lose. Mm -hmm. And then he gets a then he gets his percentage. Where a lot of other caddies don't have that. They just get a percentage of wins. Um, so if you're out there playing like trash, in the words of Roger Steele, then that's where (laughs) that's really where your situation is. So you didn't negotiate a better deal for yourself. So Everybody's emotions are flying, you know. And I mean, to be fair, he's a he's a unique kind of cat. Oh, he yeah, uh, you know. And you know, if you listen to some of his interviews; he's damn near a scientist and a yeah. mathematician. An
0: mm-hmm. On really the match, on the match tonight, he was it, just a different cat. You know, they were asking him. You know, Phil. You know, Phil Mickelson is a real. You know, he's smooth. He could sit there and just have a conversation with you know pretty much whatever the topic is. And then they they turn over to they'll be like, hey Bryson, and it's just quiet. And then he finally says something. So it's just different personality, man. Yeah, he's. You think you you think anything uh, had to do with that? That Brooks, uh, him and and um, uh, what's his what's his name, man? Keka. Yeah, yeah, Brooks and him. You think it had anything to do with that?
1: No, I think it just whatever That's personal it. happened. They couldn't separate business from personal. Mm-hmm. And it is what it is, right? And sometimes you got to do that and separate the two, um, yeah. the Brooks thing and Bryson thing. That's comedy. It's it's funny. It, it's it keeps funny. it very interesting. But uh, a lot of people are like, "Oh, I don't know if it's real." And I think it's very real. I don't think the cats can stand each other. It's it's cool. Uh, you
2: can see it on Brooks um, Brooks uh, face when, when Deshante would come behind him. He just go. It's like a chill. <laughs> You know, he's yeah. like, you know, he messed up the whole interview. I can't get back, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, it is like, you know, but you got you got cats like that. I mean, I'm from Chicago. I mean, I can break up with my caddy because he put mustard on a hot, you know, ketchup on a hot dog. You know? <laughs> in Chicago, we don't put ketchup on hot dogs in Chicago. We don't do that. My you God. know, that, that's a deal breaker, you know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, don't put stuff, don't put hot sauce on your curry, curry chicken. You know, there's some things you just don't do. <laughs> <laughs> it's already spicy, shit. <laughs> you know, don't do that.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But um, but no, it's you know that the, the the tournament uh you know is unique. You know, I think what's coming up is the John Deere. Like we, you know, you have that's going to be a special tournament. I'm looking forward to just seeing Willie Mac. Yep. Make it, make another cut. How about that? Yeah. No okay. Shout out to Willie Mac making a cut in style and actually beat down cats who got seven figures, eight figures in their bank accounts, you know, so really got a check when the weekend was over. He got a check on Sunday.
1: Yep, he did.
2: I don't know. I wonder how much he got, though. I don't know what the cost, what he he got in that place, but it doesn't matter. He got it. Getting a check. Yeah. He made the cut and got a check. Yep. You know, this is like, look, everybody got skins. I got that one skin on 18. Game out a little $10. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> hey.
0: I still got I still went to the pay window. Mm-hmm. You gotta put it in the pocket. If you gotta fold it and put it in the pocket.
1: That's it. <laughs> hey, sure. Give us a rundown on the ladies, the volunteers of America classic.
0: Another great tournament, man. These ladies is putting in work. Uh Jen Young Ko wins the tournament with a 286, uh, a negative 16. But you know, breadcrumbs on on the bread though, man. 225K that she won. Um she That's turned in it's a shame, man. And we can we're gonna keep preaching that until they start giving these ladies some more bread, man. Yep. Um uh she turned in a 69 in the final round, uh, and also won a pair of cowboy boots. And like we've kind of talked about this. Like, this What's is some random be- shit is that? I know, but in the in the ladies' <laughs> tournament, they, you get a free pair of cans. Yeah, like in the ladies' right, tournament. What am I gonna do with these cans? They, they do they do they do stuff like that. Like the, the one tournament they all jump in a lake. What what was that one? The honor inspiration tournament. Yeah. They all jump in a lake, and then I think overseas, like they they get certain gifts when you win. So this is this was part of that. So just interesting. Um, uh, but they were in Texas, so you know that's why they probably gave it in boots. You know, uh, give me
2: a slab. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like my ribs mm-hmm. wet, not dry, and my fries. I like my fries wet and my ribs wet.
3: Mm.
2: Um. Yeah, I don't. I mean, they make the ladies do weird things to yeah. for gimmicks. You know, they don't make guys do shit like that. I mean, right. the only thing we got is running from the T to the green at you know sixteen at you know in uh, Phoenix for the waste management.
3: Yep.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: they and they told them to stop doing that because we want you to fall a or hurt yourself.
0: Yeah, come on. Yeah, because they ain't paying no. They ain't paying no bills. Yeah, and I was. And nobody got no liability insurance. Right, days.
1: and we were betting on that. We need that back for sure.
0: Yeah. So this was, right. this was the Jen's first win of 2021. Again, um, when you looked at the top of the the leaderboard, it was ladies from outside of the US that are that are, you know, starting to just kind of take over. Um starting? Huh? No, they've been. Sorry. They like they've been, <laughs> but I'm just saying like you you're starting to see them, you know, you're starting to see that leaderboard take all oh, it's it's less and less US players um every week. Um, and it's, it's cool to see, man. Um, you know, and, and there wasn't a lot of, there wasn't a lot of top players out there last week, but again, those ladies were turning in some, uh, some, some great numbers and some great rounds.
2: I'm going to say this two words, work ethic.
0: Yes. Period.
2: Work, work ethic. No excuses. It's a golf ball. You got the same amount of golf clubs in your bag. They do Mm -hmm. work ethic. Yep.
1: Period. Speaking of work ethic, when you're working on your game and you're trying to stay strong and and calm out there on the course, but you got to look good and keep your skin looking right. And along with your deuce premium outlet, premium gear, we like to take care of our skin here. And so for your eyes only aesthetics, make some great suntan lotion to keep you lathered up and looking nice. Let's hear from them.
4: Hey golfer gals and gents. This is Ashley Knight, founder and owner of For Your Eyes Only Aesthetics. Plan on hitting the links? Then you need sunscreen. 80% of all skin aging comes from the sun. So protect yourself while you're on the green with Image Skin Care, available only through a trusted esthetician like me, when I'm outdoors, my go to sunscreen is the Prevention Plus Daily Ultimate Protection Moisturizer, SPF 50. A friend of this podcast is a friend of mine, so enter a coupon code, don't be alarmed, at checkout and you will receive 20% off your order. Again, enter coupon code, don't be alarmed, at checkout to receive 20% off all orders. You can find us at www.youreyesonlyaesthetics.com. Again, that's ww.your eyes only E-S-T-H-E-T-I-C-S dot com.
1: Word. Shout out to my niece, the black Barbie, Ashley Knight. That's her company. We appreciate you. You keep my golf tan right. You know, I ain't got no lines with your products. I, I love it. And I'll be I out need, there. Like I love.
0: need to I need to get some more product because I need to keep my beige-ness like all <laughs> one color. You know <laughs> what I mean? Beige ness has to be one.
2: As light skinned people, you know we we got tan line problems, man. You know <laughs> had those problems, brother. It's you true. I, but I appreciate her spelling, you know, the name because I think you know uh, it's not easy to always spell that word. Yeah, you know? uh, <laughs> that is for sure. I get too many S's and not enough S's, <laughs> so yeah. I appreciate her just spelling that
1: out. Sug, sure, let's roll to the uh, John Deere and get get some history on that and then let's make our picks for that and let's keep rolling
0: let's do it this is going to be uh john deere classic it will be at the tpc deer run in Sil- uh silvis illinois which is a private club a par of 68 a total of seven thousand two hundred and fifty-eight yards and it was designed by da wine bring in the year of 2000 uh the course rating is 75.8 the total uh, purse for this tournament is 6.2 million. See, this is the, you know, we talking about the differences in bread, man. Just significant.
2: 250K to six and a half million. Yeah. the sponsorship.
0: the
2: sponsorship. Yeah. Man.
0: yeah, exactly, man. If the companies
2: don't care, then they, you know, they're looking at eyeballs and who's going to watch it? But go ahead, sir.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Dylan, man, we, I don't know this last name, but it was, you know, we always have some interesting last names on this show. But, uh, yeah, we do, Princeton. <laughs> you tell them.
2: Tell them, uh, Princeton.
0: Dylan Free- Friletti. Fratelli. Fratelli. Yeah. Yeah, what the, yeah. Fratelli was the 2020 winner with the final score of 263 with a negative 21. And uh, this, this, uh, this event has been in the PGA since 1971 and um, is going to prove to be a good weekend. Um, I think. I'm not sure what I, I did hear that there might be a little, there might be some weather issues this weekend, um, but you know, hopefully it doesn't impact the golf. So what do you, what are you guys thoughts on the weekend and, and who are you picking?
2: I'm rooting for everybody black. How about that? <laughs>
0: gotcha.
2: uh, nice. So that's uh, again, and I'll, it's easy to, to pull a name out of the, but I'm a under. I'm as an entrepreneur, I always pull for the underdog, um, and of course, I want Willie to win. But I want Willie to make it to Sunday, you know. Um, and that's just, you know, Willie is a good dude. He's mm-hmm. been he's been fighting for a long time, and you know, being in his mid thirties, you know, it's time. You know, he's all he needed was an opportunity and a chance and he's got it now. So now he's gotta close it. Got to close the deal. Nice. So I'm looking for Willie to be in top ten. How about that? Okay. You know, I want him to win, but I'll be okay if he went top 10, because I mean he get a check and a new BMW, uh, then he can go buy himself as a little present.
1: <laughs> there you go. I like that too. I'll I'll roll with Willie Mack. Uh I'll I'll throw him up there in the top ten. I like that. Um Carl Varner is out there, um, kind of in the middle of the stream. Uh, I would say th- throw him. Let's see what happens with with Varner. He's he's been up and down. He can play some golf. Um, he's out there and, and can do some stuff. And then I think my overall pick. Oh man, oh man, I don't know. Let's let's uh, let's go with uh, shoot Steve Stricker. Let's see what happens.
2: Go with the old school. Yeah, it's a tough track. Yeah, let's go
1: with there's, Steve Stricker. He
0: and there's not a lot of a lot of top contenders. There are a lot of guys taking this week off too. Um, they need it. They yeah yeah yeah. yeah. I I agree with you on the Harold Warner. I'd like to kind of see him. You know, the, he kind of had some success a little bit early. Um, you know, uh, you know, um. So we'll see what happens for him. I, I kind of have him as a sleeper as well. And then I'm, I got to go with this dude just because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to either pick him or out until they win one. But I got to go with my man, Sung jae man. I knew it was coming. It's I, I, <laughs> I like the dude kind of reminds me of like I, when I look at how he approaches the ball, it kind of look like um, I try to do some of the stuff that he does. Uh, so I, that's, I, like, I like this game. So that's who I'm going to pick. Okay you mean his setup you like his his setup setup. i like his setup his approach yeah Yeah.
2: is it like more of the practice and his waggle what is it about that that you like
0: i I just think the way that he's (laughs) is consistent like he doesn't he does not he's consistent with it every time like when Mm -hmm. i see a lot of when i see a lot of golfers um they're not consistent every time they get up there they're doing something different or they're you know oh i gotta do this for this club i gotta do that for this club but when I see his approach, to me, it's it's pretty straightforward.
2: So similar to how the NBA players to get up to the free throw, it's yeah, two bounces, a spin, a mm-hmm. bounce, pause, look. You know, I mean, just because it's got to be, you know, it's it's not like you know basketball is right there. Mm-hmm. Oh, but golf, you can end up being you know off in the right. woods. Um, but yeah, no, I like that. I want Varner to lock in.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I feel like he's out there like he's at, you know, Disney World sometime. He's yeah. smiling and arms, <laughs> you know, moving and walking. And I, you know, I mean, it's it's easy for me to say that, but I feel like he's, he doesn't get in that zone.
3: Mm.
2: I've watched, I've, I've followed him before and he just out there having a good time. Uh, but, you know, hey, that's his personality. However... Yeah to really win this, to lock in, to to get it grinding. You gotta be, you gotta, you gotta put on that face. You gotta get in that that mode where there's nobody else here. It's just me and, you know, the t box and the hole. And I may communicate with my cat here once in a while to just say, give me that thing. You know, I think if he can kind of lock in, I think he'd be, uh, he'd be dangerous because he's got a great swing. You know, it's not typical, but it's his swing. Mm -hmm. But it it, it works because he can bang the ball. Um, But I like to see him. Uh, What I am excited about, which I think I want to make sure we don't miss, is that the Advocates Tour is also playing the same golf course uh, in a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so these young brothers are going to be able to get out there and play on the same course, the same conditions, on July 19th and 20th at uh, TPC Deer Run. Which is damn near Iowa, really. To be fair, <laughs> it's damn near like a mile from Iowa, so it's not even like Chicago. It's middle of nowhere. You, I think you can fly into Iowa and get there faster than you fly
0: into Chicago. Wow, well, that's nice. Should be should be a good uh, good weekend of golf, though, for sure. I agree.
1: What do, what do we have on the women's front, Suge?
0: We have the Marathon L-PGA Classic. Uh, this, will be, oh, this is going to be at the Highland Meadows Golf Club, with, which is in the South... Man, what did I have to spell here? It's uh, Sylvania, Sylvania, Ohio. Yeah, yeah Sylvania, Ohio. Sylvania.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, with a par of 71 71, uh, 6,555 total yards. Um, this is a community-designed uh, and operated course, and it was built back in 1925. Um, this course has a lot of water, man. Um, a course rating. I think uh, if I remember right, I think there's 10 out of the 10 out of the 18 holes have water Whoa. and the course rating on this course is 72.9. This hmm. has been an event since 1984. Daniel Kang was the 2020 winner. Uh, this one has a total purse of 2 million, but that's, okay. spread, out, that's spread out against all the golfers though. Yeah, it's, it um, helps. It helps. Yeah. But Uh, even on the PJ
2: tour, the six million is not exactly for the winner. It's spread still, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's spread.
2: Yeah. I'm just glad to see, but you know, hell, uh, you know, win something. Mm. But yeah, you gotta spread that two million out versus six point nine million, it's different.
0: Yeah. So it, you know, again, should be a good weekend of golf. Um, I think this this weekend, uh, I'm actually gonna go with I'm gonna go with Danielle Kang. I think she's gonna return. And uh, she's going to defend her title. Um, you know, I think she's also been playing. She she's been a lot of the other ladies have been kind of outshining her lately, and I think that she's gonna she's gonna be like, no, nah, I'm still here. I'm still here. I'm still relevant. And uh, I think she's gonna do pretty good, man. Um, and then I'm gonna also go because Nelly Quarter been winning everything. I think Jessica's gonna you know Jessica's kind of in that same boat, competitive. I think she's gonna. She'll do well as well. So those are my two for the for the lady side.
1: You read my notes and shit.
0: I don't need. It looks like we both read each other's notes. Brother. Goodness
1: gracious. Um. Hey, I'm a I'm gonna go with Danielle Kang, but you know I've been on the Kang Gang for a little bit, so let's see what she can do in this. Um. Jessica Quarter is playing. That that's a big name. We'll see what happens there. Mb Park is there. Uh. She could play well. Yeah. Um. So I mean it's and a lot of people sleep on Brooke Henderson a little bit here and there. Uh She might make some noise, but give me give me the Kang Gang.
2: So. I think the dog. Uh, he he said yeah uh, yeah. I
0: think he agrees. Yeah, Constant okay. agrees. I appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> he, he's a, he like the cosign.
3: I see. Yeah. He liked the
0: He does. <laughs> yeah, he like
2: yeah. That's
3: right. That's right. That's right. <laughs>
0: Yeah, what, what breed is he? Uh, um, uh English bulldog. <laughs> <That's right>. Exactly.
2: <Yep. laughs> respect on my name. Yeah, he really. did. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, we
0: know you on the podcast tonight, Princeton. You made it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm ready say that's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, now
0: he's
2: now he's quiet. Yeah, because all attention on
1: him. Yeah. Should be a good tournament, though. The ladies out here—they're making noise. I like it. Um, let's roll into our diversity topic of the week. But before we get there, Shug, we like to be diverse with our transportation on the course. And instead of riding, we are pushing nowadays. Moto Caddy got us right with the n 5 GPS DHC electric caddy. Got Ooh. downhill control, electric parking brake, nine speed settings, GPS, onboard That's charging nice. for all your features. And Motocaddy is the number one cart company in the world. They got us right, so they can get you right. So head over play to play at your pace. Yeah, play at your pace, and head over to Motocaddy.us and check out all the dope push carts that they have to offer. So we appreciate you, Motocaddy.
0: Mm-hmm. And you don't always have to get the cart. We know the cart is fun because you know it's it's you know it's easier. But hey, man, get out there and get that exercise too. It's about that. It's about that activity. Yes,
2: bougie golfers. You know, we just get (laughs) in (laughs) the ground. I love the course here. Actually, in Florida, they don't even want you to ride. They don't want you walking. Really, really, wow! They almost discourage you from walking.
0: So is it is it just the pace of play? We just want the pace of play that quick, so they could just get as many people out there.
2: Yeah, a bunch of hackers out there coming in town from everywhere. Yeah. In Orlando, you know people just be private clubs different, you know you see a lot of cats at private clubs walking, but the public tracks they want to get you in and out it's an assembly mm-hmm.
0: lot right mhm makes sense,
2: yeah,
1: so our diversity topic of the week is why is black inclusion in golf business so hard? If you head over to the MorningRead dot com there was an article published out there, um and the reality is is. Golf is a big, huge business and, you know, us as black folks play golf, um, and it's increasing, but we are not sitting at the top. We are not on the business side of golf. Um, and so, I mean, it's great. We have Ty here because he's a black entrepreneur and he's doing his thing. Um, and he's seen all sides of golf, uh, being out there with the the UGA and everything. So uh, this article was uh, great um, and it kind of just opened everything up to just say, Hey, you know what, what are we doing with black people in golf? Like all other industries out there have some kind of black leadership out there. You look at Oprah and her stuff. Uh, you look at the, the chairman at Microsoft Um, you look at the president of Starbucks, you look at all these things, right? Um, and you look at our vice president, right? So we have things out there and now, now how can we get into the golf world and get up top and, and make a presence and, and show our face? What say you about the article?
2: Um, Hmm. I mean, I'm obviously affected by that and see, exactly what that means right now the golf industry is an 84 billion dollar industry 84 billion dollars that's a b and i would say out of the black businesses that are out there um we collectively that are that we you know those who own businesses probably don't even eclipse maybe like two million dollars collectively you know and three of those businesses probably at the top doing more than others would be trap golf East side and myself. All the others are still trying to claw. Um, and we're in soft goods, you know, so think about there's hard goods, uh, which is the sticks and grips and all that stuff. And, you know, then there's ownership of golf courses. Um, we're just not there. And it's not that we can. It's, I mean, there's, there's brothers who own golf courses, but it's probably like ancestors, but there's a handful. And most of them don't even really include Sheila Johnson, even though she owns the golf resort and mm-hmm. the golf courses are a part of that. They're looking at more like standalone golf courses, like how many black folks actually own that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's it's access and resources and a fear of, a fear of, you know doing something that's not typical. A, a lot of us want to get in. And look, COVID launched lots of black businesses. For sure. Surely. You know, black Cloud Nine, uh Bucka launched a little bit before um right around the same time though. And um and there's there's a lot of others kind of Moving around, Alan Johnson with his ninja putter. You got Andy Walker, uh, came out with his uh, A Dub golf, which is a putting aid. In the middle of COVID, and is winning. He's got Phil Mickelson using his putting aid. That's why he's winning. Darren, Darren, Darren Clark. So he's got. We're all we're finding our way into it. Um, but everybody doesn't have access to people like Andy Walker. Mm-hmm. He can call up xander you know and say hey man i need you to use this and tell me what you think he could call up speef and say hey check this out let me know what you think everyone doesn't have access to people like that, you know um because we're just not in the space so why is it so hard is you know connections mm-hmm. if and we can't i gotta have more white friends so i can be more successful in God. Mm. Yeah. You have to say, I can't do it with having black friends. Right. But I need to have more white friends because white white folks have been in golf a little bit longer. Influencer. And they are connected to people in a way that sometimes black folks aren't mm-hmm. in the golf industry.
0: Right. right. And, you know, I, I, when I read the article, I, I keep thinking back, like, to the concept of, of building a community. Like, we have to build a community within the sport where people feel, you know, comfortable um, because like a lot of a lot of us will go out there and play but then you know when we'll mention it to people that we know um family members or other friends they won't do it right so it's always there's always a stigma associated to golf um so i think as a people and as a culture we need to kind of get over that you can bring your own personality to the game through the brands that we've been talking about through your brand through deuce you know um you you have the ability to to bring yourself into it And then I also think back to like the whole concept of like when I growing up, I always I I don't have no hair now. But when I did have (laughs) hair, it was a weekly thing for me to go to the barbershop. And for me, the barbershop and always I had an old barber from Cleveland, um, Floyd Graves, God rest his soul, man. Um, But he was almost like a grandfather to me. And he he taught me a lot about life and he the concept of why people go to the barbershop. And one day he was, I was sitting in the chair, you know, younger, my, you know, teenage years, and he, and he looked over at me and said, hey, man, I want you to really take this in today. He said, this conversation that's happening today is almost like it's, it's therapy for, for everyone in here because we don't have places to go. We don't have country clubs. We don't have places where we can sit down and feel comfortable. And have discussions that matter to us. And so when you when I read this article and when I heard you just speaking, Ty, it's like we have to build a culture where it's, you know, where we feel comfortable, and you know, we can excel at anything at that point. And it's not even maybe being comfortable. It's just like you said, it's the ac- it's the access, it's the resources, um, and and to try to try to you know move that needle so that more of that that you know that 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 big slice of the pie get shared out a little more equally
1: well and so my dad was a barber and he he owned a shop and did all that stuff and it was good to kind of see like the entrepreneurial piece there to say hey a black man can own his own thing and that's what pushed me right got golf gents nerdy gents you know we got this show um and the brands are growing and so i'm like okay we can do this but you know ty is sitting at the top You know, we we see Eastside up there. We got Trap Golf and everything and they're making a way for us and they're open to us like Ty is on the show so we can chop it up with him. So for me to grow my brand, definitely have a mentor here and we need more of that. You know, don't just you know, when you get to the top, don't forget these other brands that are sitting there at the bottom that are trying to make it. You can kind of help them because there's more than enough to share and kind of push your brands and and help each other out for sure.
2: I think part of the responsibility for, you know, Elijah Juan and Earl and and Wayne and myself is to open up these doors and then make sure that we leave the door open once we get in. A lot of us want to be able to get inside and say, hold on, let me go ahead and, you know, let me do me. (laughs) Let me do me for a while, let me win. Before you come and bring yourself in here, you know, uh, there's another brand called uh, Black Bald, mm-hmm. B-A-L-L-E-D. Um, young brother, I met him at the Steve Harvey event last week. Got some nice gear. I was like, man, I wish I came up with that idea. <laughs> uh, you know, it took, I was like, nope, I can't steal my man's idea. That's because it's nice. But I think at the end of the day, man, we I was with Jerry Demings, who's the mayor here, Val Demings' uh, husband, and he talked about, you know, he looks forward to the day we can stop saying that we're the first to doing stuff. Yeah. You know, and yeah, it just becomes the norm. norm. hmm Oh, yeah, you know, this is other brother, you know, he's doing, he's doing, yeah, he's starting, he's doing, it's not, well, you know, he's the first. I mean, it's nice to be the first for a few minutes. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, but then, then it sounds like you're being cocky at some shit, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but hey, we do shit so we can be the first, so that somebody can be, you know, not the second, but the, the you know, the next, you know. Um, and I don't know, but it's all numbers and and things. But I I do believe that as it relates to black folks in business and this golf industry, we must fight harder so that we could do a better job in making sure we leave uh, crumbs behind. Mm-hmm. You know, me fighting and clawing and getting his opportunities to go and to me to have Steve Harvey wearing a deuce hat at his golf tournament, that was priceless.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I didn't ask him to do it or nothing. He walked into the room with a Travis Matthews hat on, looked at my, my black deuce hat with the white rope. I was like, damn, that's clean. He grabbed it, took the plastic out, played with it a little bit, put on his big old head, adjusted it once. I was like, I said, like, you need to see a mirror? No. I know when I look good in something. He took the Travis Matthews hat and tossed it. He's like, I don't need that no more. I got me a new hat now. And I mean, sometimes it's just like being in the right place at the right time. For sure. You know? No doubt. But, you know, but what we have to do is we have to make sure that we do a better job of when we get in, we don't, we don't F it up. So then they say, well, you know, we, you know, we let one in, you know, what happened with that, you know? So let's be careful. You know, we want them to say, well, we let this one brand in and they killed you. What else, what, who else is, who's next? Mm-hmm. And that's what we want to be is to be able to say who's next. Look, you know, I don't – I get no gold stars for being the only of something for a very long time.
1: Agreed. No doubt. Perfectly said. Speaking of opening the door, let's talk to John Shippen, Invitational, a little bit here. Um, Mm -hmm. Last weekend, uh, we had some great golfers of our color playing in this tournament and qualifying um, qualifying for the rocket mortgage um, qualifying for the great lakes bay invitational um, just just some great stuff uh, going on with our people out here and and we had some great representatives that for our people that has won so speak to the the john shipping
2: um i was fortunate to be an honor to be fair to be chosen by Summer Woods to be on the committee for the John Shippen. Um, you know, we were all given a, a task with a list to come up with 20 to 30 of the, you know, top black offers, men and women who are out there chasing a the dream. Um, some of those who are in high school, college, and those who are professionals, to be fair. Uh, and I submitted my list. And a good amount of the ones who I did submit actually got chosen, which yep. I'm very happy about. Um, I flew in on Saturday and immediately got off the plane and went straight to the hotel where the golfers were staying. And to see all these brothers sitting around a pool table, chopping it up, having cocktails, eating, and just being the fellas that they don't get a chance to do this often, but to see them like Kamayu and Moby and um, Barry Babbitt and Mike Herrera and Joe Hooks um, Marcus bird they just all sit around one room it was just a sight it was a sight and it was great to see and then I took my old ass back to my hotel (laughs) because I was like I'm not staying where they stay, I want (laughs) to I want to I try to get myself and be like Ty. You kept him out at the bar too late last night. <laughs> um, you know, he's buying drinks around. Uh, but I was there for the practice. They didn't have a practice round because it rained, and they got they just had a chance to walk around the course. But I followed them with my camera, um, video, and still shots, and just got pictures of them strategizing, talking about how to hit the ball, where to hit the ball. Somebody hits 305, somebody hits 20, you know, 295. Where are you placing the ball? What side do you need to be on? Where's the miss? Um watching them really plan out something, it was wonderful. And to see these young sisters, man, there was some uh couple of high school girls out there, Amari and another young lady. Um, uh, you know Bailey was out there, Brianne Jones. Um, I didn't even know who she was. We come to find out she'd been playing on Symmetry tour for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that you know sometimes we go we go unseen. Uh, but to sing Shasta and I didn't know who Anita Uribe was, and she's impressive as heck. That's the young sister who played with Shasta. Mm-hmm. But watching them play, and then I followed them on the first day on Sunday around, and it was just class. They carried themselves with class. They played like champions. You didn't see them, like, get angry and cussing and having meltdowns and none of that. They were just in good spirits, feeling like, I'm just bust to be here. Um, there were some parents. The, the only unfortunate thing was on day one is that it was only open to parents and, um, and invited guests. Hmm. So it wasn't a whole lot of people around there cheering them on, <laughs> clapping when they made birdies and putts and saying great shot. You know, nobody was yelling mashed potatoes and all that other crazy shit they yelling at. (laughs) Uh, Baba Boobie and all that other stupid stuff. Nobody doing that. Right. Um, But it was just classy. And to see the parents there, parents are so proud, man. You talking about dads with the shoulders back. That's my baby girl right there. You know what I'm saying? You know, keep an eye on her. You know, she that, you know, this it was just good to see. I'll be fair. I, I I regret that I had to leave on Sunday night to go to Atlanta for the Steve Harvey event. And then I got a chance to look at it on TV um, on Sunday. And I saw little pictures. But when I got a chance to see it, I wasn't sure what they're going to do. Because I was like, wow, I don't see them like shooting. Like it's like a tournament. Yeah, I saw them taking little things, so I was like, "How are they going to film this?" But but they did they did a great job. I would have liked to see more of the ladies and some more of the players who don't typically get shown um, because they deserve to get some highlight. You know, because um, they didn't do a lot on Moby. Moby didn't play well, but that has nothing to do with him not being rising star right but they didn't give him enough eyeball
0: what so what what do you what do you think is the best way for us to really get access you know to watch these full tournaments like what what do you in your in your opinion what needs to happen And and
2: what way what do you mean like
0: in a media like so we can get access to this like when are we gonna when is it gonna be um like you know, when, when when's gonna, it going to be on like BT yeah, or on, can
1: we get it like, you know, they, they show the, you know, cable channel, it, something right. Like we, we've got a couple of these black channels out here. um There's a few. um Can we get a little bit of airtime and, you know, put these athletes out there and highlight I mean, them and, and, and do things like that. You know, like I would love to, to watch, you know, as I watch Thursday through Sunday, I would love to watch all of that, you know?
2: Um, ownership is is key when you don't own something you don't control it Mm -hmm. um when you're unable to identify or to be able to say this is what we're doing and how we're doing it it changes things um i'm gonna go out there and i haven't figured it out yet but i'm gonna find a way to be able to do that for the jim thorpe invitational um in october Mm -hmm. Um, You just gave me a mission now to make sure that I contact somebody from a major media outlet to be out there and actually cover this event, you know, from tea to green the entire two, three days, Mm -hmm. because people need to see it and damn near real time. You don't want to see pictures that I post on Facebook and Instagram on stories or the players. You want to be able to see these young, talented seven year olds. Uh these 15 year old I met a young brother, Jordan Williams. He 15. And he hit the ball three fifteen, three twenty. Wow. Fifteen. Come on. I'm like, you yeah, 15. I said, I said, let me see your hand. It was like this. I, was, I know y'all can't see because y'all probably got missed out on video. But his hand was huge. I said, what size is your hand, man? He said, extra large. You 15, you got an extra large hand. <laughs> I said, You still got three years to grow. Mm-hmm. And man, he got he ended up getting first place in a Steve Harvey event. But so what we're doing is what you're talking about, man. Now you've uh now you're giving some more work to do, Mexico, <laughs> but that's okay. Because that's what happens when you're a dreamer. You people inspire you, and you say, you know what? Let me go make this shit happen. Mm-hmm. So now I'm going to find a way to make sure that it could be televised and I'll talk to some people from HBCU, HBCU Times, um, Florida uh, news outlets to get somebody to come out here and cover it. Mm-hmm. You know, walk behind, ask questions, interview, just like they would like it was on a tour. Right. So the GFWP Invitational, which many don't know, it's going to be October 2nd and 3rd at Reunion Resort. And it's going to highlight it's going to basically be. To be fair, I hate to say it this way, but it's a combination of like a Mac Champ Invitational for the juniors uh-huh. and John Shippen into one. Hmm. You got the top black junior golfers and you got the top black professional golfers playing together the same weekend, separate times, but playing you know in the same same event, and it's going to give them an opportunity to show their skills. You're gonna mm-hmm. see some little young brothers who are like 13 to 15, like Matthew Vital, whose swing is pure, and some of these cats on tour. Um, and some young sisters who, um, who can swing, like you know, Skyler, I think her name is Skylar Brown. Skyler Brown, she she dance, she shot 29, she had seven birdies. Wow, seven, mm-hmm. ber- seven birdies at the Mac Champ. She just went on the street. And then the camera started getting in her face and then she froze up oh. and, then, and uh, then she, you know, like most of us, you guys, a little stage frame, but i say, um, when will we get that on TV is when we start owning the media outlets. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we can actually get PGA tour to allow us to go in and shoot. Yeah. So, um, black off wire. 1896 both have pga media credentials where we can actually go in and um take video and do on course and off course interviews with players um that's when it changes right on it changes when you on stuff and then you can say i need access mm-hmm.
1: that's great
0: well let's Look, keep pushing I, for that
2: i think that's why i'm here
0: yep all right keep pushing keep pushing brother I need help.
2: Help, please. I need writers. I need videographers. I need all you guys. We I mean, need help. Black Off Wire 1896. We need help. We need we need we need talented cre- creators, content creators. Contact me. Find me. Yes. Please.
1: Us negroes will will definitely try to be a part of that. I need try negroes
2: to help. with pens and, and cell phones and laptops to, to <laughs> <laughs>
1: Speaking of creating stuff Let's get into our front line So one of the most creative geniuses out there In the music world uh, Out of Virginia um, <laughs> does, It's worked with a lot of big names um, Put a lot of great things together um, was the founder or co-founder of Versus. So our front nine this week is Timbaland produce songs. Our top Timbaland produced songs. Like when you hear them, you know it's Timbo and you love to hear them and you got to let the whole thing slap. So, Ty, you're our guest. Let's hear some of your favorite Timbo songs. You got a couple. Let's hear it.
2: Hey, hey, nah, I got, I got, I got seven. I got seven. Okay. No, they're not in order. But this is just my my seven. Uh, Pony by genuine. Yep. Uh, uh, Sexy back. Uh, Justin Timberlake. It was just it changed everything for a lot of people. Uh, Promiscuous by by Nelly Furtado. Yeah. That was like. Doo, 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 doo.
3: Yeah. yeah. I had that
2: in my head already. I was ready for that. <laughs> um, Get your freak on.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. Uh, oops by Tweet, mm-hmm. yeah, um, and you know Dirt Off His Shoulders, Jay Z, um, and Hot Boys, Hot Boys.
1: Man, you you naming some hot Ooh. ones right there. That Hot Boys was something, yeah, yeah, man,
2: Hot Boys, yeah, man, that man. was some. It was yeah, it was some jams out there. But he's he's legend, mm-hmm. and you know, I mean, you know, he's he's uh he he can just create a beat literally just like in seconds, just by you know sent, you know even in the sample stuff. He mm-hmm. just he just sitting there and not, just doing what he's <laughs> nodding his head, just yeah. nodding his head, tapping on buttons, and next thing you know, he got a whole song in like thirty seconds.
1: Yeah, I got I, so I have those. I have you Crimea you. River. Your pony was on yeah. there because oh. that pony would go. People get your freak on, of course. The that rain. Before time,
2: though,
1: before. <laughs> um Can You Get With It by Usher. People don't remember that song. Usher what? back in the day, yeah, when he was young, he was sitting on or, on the uh hood of a law rider.
2: Oh that was Tyrese was in that video. Yeah,
1: that's that the, yeah, Yeah, that's it
2: like in like a little like abandoned little pirate.
1: Yeah, it was that's crazy. Uh-huh. Uh cheers to you. By Player. Mm. That song. So if huh. people ain't heard that song, that cheers to you is, to you? is something else by Player. Um,
0: hey, that player slaps, man. Yeah, it does. Them cats went, They, they went back in the yeah, day. They, I'm, they, they sang. To write, just, I'm writing that down right now. Yeah,
1: man. man that one goes. Yeah. Any of his Aaliyah produced stuff, I'm I'm rolling with because oh, it's yeah. just cold. Yeah. But cheers. then I got some stuff. So the Love to Love You. Uh with with Magoo on there, that that thing
2: I love, to love, to love Yeah, that one yeah. used to go
1: Big Pimpin, UGK.
0: You know That was his? Yeah. yeah. His
1: beat. His beat. So yeah. Anxious yeah. by Genuine. Oh. Now if you, wow. you want to talk about, you know, smoking Wet. a cigar, pouring pouring a little whiskey and getting the night started. That's right. Wet. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the good. <laughs> a lot of people don't know the good life by Con, that Kanye West had on the scene The good life,
3: mm.
1: Timbaland beat. Timbaland helped produce that song, um, and then uh, can we by SWV, which was on mm. their, uh, I think their second or third album. But uh, it's you, it was a, you,
2: you got me that that was <laughs> I didn't know a couple of those. There's I there's know one one he was on one. a couple of
0: those songs. So I'm a, again no order for me either. Um, Get your freak on by Missy. I think just yeah. that just changed. That just changed a lot of things, man. Yeah. And Missy was so creative and out there. And then just, I mean, you know, Kat was in the club trying to do that kind of shit and trying to pop and lock like <laughs> it. You know, you can't you can't this, do everything to a this, you can do this. everything to a Timberland joint. Sometimes you just gotta let Missy do it.
2: Yeah, <laughs> and you get a little confidence. You gotta let it yeah. out a little crush. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. Crimea River, <laughs> yeah. JD, yeah. dope. Right. Um, you know, one in a million. Aaliyah was Aaliyah mm. man. Aaliyah man. I that was anytime she was on, i I was letting that ride. Yeah, until this day, Still. that was my girl, man. That was that was my crush, man. Um. The way I are. He had a mm. uh he had a his a solo album not too long ago, and that song was dope. Big pimpin', sexy back, uh work it again, Missy. And then I'm gonna throw two in there from him and uh from him and Magoo. So uh Smoke in in the air, that song okay. had player in it too. They was in they was all in that song too. I'm gonna have and to then, look that one up. Uh, and then no. My last one is Indian flute. Y'all don't remember <laughs> Indian flute? My Sorry. God, let me hey, check. If out. you, if I'm gonna tell you right now, go right now and go find. not you don't have to go right now. But after we get off of it, go find <laughs> that. Go find. <laughs> yeah. Right Wait here. till we finish. There you and go. Oh go find <laughs> that Indian flute, and then and then come back to me and tell me that that's not a a timbo joint right there. What was that?
2: the name of that song it was timberland magoo and carrie um she was bad Ooh. Oh. Carrie, what was her name carrie something
1: carrie was, was, it, carrie... was, it, carrie...
3: was
2: it carrie hilson but
1: something like that carrie, I...
2: yeah something like that she was she was tall and, and mm. nice yeah i don't oh man now I'm gonna be Googling. Don't don't y'all Google it yet. Y'all go check it out later. Okay,
1: hey, finish the, the, the podcast. So uh, there's a song out there too that I forgot to mention. Um Timberland and Pharrell, they used to be a group, and a lot of people don't know that when they were younger, and they were producing and rapping together. But there is a song out there called Big White Spaceship. Um and that's a dope sleeper song. So if you listen to that, to that song, you'll be like, "Oh, okay, this so is-, is
0: Indian flute, dog." I'm telling you,
1: okay, really. I'll, I'll let you slide on the Indian flute. I, ain't, hey, I don't know about <laughs> that. Hey, I'm
0: telling you right now. Go check that out, and then you're gonna be like, "Oh, you're gonna be like, okay, I remember that song now."
2: Okay, it was Carrie Hillson, though you mentioned it was Carrie. Hilson. Nice, yeah, she's nice, though. By the way,
0: it was the way I are. Yeah, yeah, the way I are. That, that's a, that's a dope song, man.
2: Yeah, that was it. I was like, "Wait a minute." Yeah, it's the way I are. Yep. Yeah, that was yeah. So I had a little moment. Uh, you know, she just kind of went away.
3: You yeah. Know? <laughs> hey,
2: I was okay. in Ve- I was in Vegas at the uh, where was that at the Wynn. and Nelly Furtado was in the lobby checking in. I was just like trying to get close.
3: <laughs> my wife I feel was like, up. where you
2: going? I was like, <laughs> look, I got one shot. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me shoot my one shot. You gave me three chances. That was Janet Jackson, you know, Donnie potato and it was, uh, it was, uh, whether or they? I will be right later on. But my, my ex-wife said you got three shots, you can shoot your shot at three chicks. <laughs> and if they bite, you have fun. Well, I'm still <laughs> love you, but you have fun. <laughs> oh, she, yeah. and, cause she was like, you cause I spent five hundred I threw a thousand dollars on tickets to Janet Jackson to be in front row so she could pick me to get up on stage so she can do do the Janet Jackson thing. Yeah. And oh, she did yeah. she did not pick me, but the thousand dollars was worth yeah,
0: for sure. <laughs> yeah, Timberland has some cold ones. Up jumped the bo- uh, up jumps the boogie was dope. Too. That
1: was a cold one too. That's people slept on that. I'm yeah. sure we missed a bunch, and people are gonna write in and hate on us and send your hate mail because we'll we'll talk shit right back to you. But these are yeah, our lists. pretty much. And if if you don't like our list, then that's okay because your mama was dancing with us on these <laughs> lists. So you know you can you can get all that you know. <laughs>
2: Well, it was Indian flu, right? It was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm over here. I got this right on the um, YouTube. <laughs> is ready
0: as soon as we get off. Yeah,
1: it. man, I feel that. Video,
0: the video was cool too.
1: Man, they had a video for it too. So mm-hmm. that's crazy. I'm about to check it out. Hey, let's get to the back line. We got Ty here. We're gonna ask you some quick questions.
0: Ah, y'all heard it. Ah, that was it. Go ahead and let it roll for a minute. Now you just go ahead.
1: Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah, I know that.
0: See, I told you. Do, do, do. <laughs> Hey, that's video was sexy. It was a yeah, lot of time. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Hey, okay, I thought, I'm gonna hey, distracted. I thought, okay, I thought, ooh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to put that one on uh, yeah, later that on.
0: Would, that one go hard now. That's
2: yeah. dark liquor time. That's dark liquor. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> All right, rapid fire questions. Rapid, rapid, fire. rapid fire. So liberate. speaking speaking oh, of
1: yeah. dark liquor, what's your favorite dark liquor when you're on the course playing?
2: Ooh. Woodward Reserve, okay, okay, because I can play. I can I can drink that and I can play. Okay, I have had Peach Crown and Arnold Palmer, and that actually was killer. Until my boy poured me uh, Tito's and white white cran grape white grape cran.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I might have to get some of that. Oh, it man. was
2: Cheetos and the ocean spray white cran grape. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man. Because I was able to play and we were, we were nice. Mm. But <laughs> I was able to play and actually play pretty well. Uh, we got second place in that tournament. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was feeling good about myself.
4: Nice. But yeah,
2: on the course, depending on who I'm playing with. Uh, wood reserve that's when i'm smoking cigars when i'm not smoking cigars and it's just tito's with the white grand grape
1: uh what is your favorite cigar
2: uh okay um i just had a cigar last night though by a brother named howard g and it's called um black moses mm. and it's tight
1: yeah love the name he's out of orlando, out of
2: orlando but Howard Gums, HG, uh, it's called Black Moses. Just Google that Black oh. Moses cigar.
1: Nice. nice. Um, what is your favorite club in your bag right now? That you know, no matter what, it's going to get you out of trouble. Right.
2: Okay. I can, I can, I I could dial it in. If I'm a hundred out, yeah. I'm not
1: coming to you Okay. Okay. I feel that.
0: I cannot yes. say the same shit. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. Now, to get don't this.
2: get it wrong. I, I, know I get chunky every once in a while, but for the most part, uh, that, that swing I have down pretty well. Nice. 100 yards.
1: Nice. Um, when you're on the course, and you're with Deuce, and someone comes up to you and says, "What's your favorite Deuce to wear? Item, color. What do you got?" besides that pink one that I saw earlier that ain't out.
0: Woo! (laughs) Now it is.
2: Uh, And she's back. Um, (laughs) That's tough because I created all of the designs based on what I love. So um, I have a new blackout hat that's coming out at the end of July, first week of August. But before that, um, I have a blueberry, uh, I call it blueberry. So it's a navy blue with the sky blue accent mm-hmm. belt and ha- a glove to match. And I have a split panel hat that actually matches it as well. So if I'm going, if I'm being matchy-matchy, I'm wearing blueberry hat, belt, glove, um, and yeah. That and I can put that with anything. Nice. Out of
1: every song that's out right now, or just in your bag, your favorite song. So when you're on the course and you hear that song, you know it's going to turn you up, and you're going to put that ball in the middle of the fairway. What song are you gonna gonna play? If it was your walk-up music, what song you have?
2: My theme music, as they would say, you know, it's all about the Benjamin so you put that's the only song that's probably one of five songs I know all the words to oh okay everybody's from Biggie to Lil' Cam to you know to Puffy and everybody in between like you put on all about the Benjamins then I'm feeling some kind of way nice I'm walking I'm walking different (laughs) I'm grabbing my putter and my wedge, and I just tell my buddy, "Go ahead, I'm sure." Oh of that. wow! Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I know I'm gonna be on. There. I don't need a wedge. I don't, I don't need. That. I'm gonna be on the green. I'm gonna be on
0: the green. So, in in terms of attire, what's on? What uh, what are you rocking on the feet? What are you shoe, uh, shoe game?
2: Shoe game. I'm a. I'm a. I hate to say this word because you know it's tough when you own shit.
0: Yeah, you know. I got you. Shoe. I got you.
2: But. I am a Puma I'm a Puma guy on hmm. the feet. Um, I have them in lots of colors. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I have not I can't bring myself to purchasing G four. Um, because I consider too much of a competitor. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> to yep. put money in Massimo's pocket. I know I know who's the owner, but I'm still not gonna put money in his if I can help it. <laughs> but yeah, now Puma. Uh, until I find a brand that nobody gives a shit about. However, I I, I do plan on a uh, Kohan has a new line of golf shoes. Mm-hmm. And I already have a lot of those zeros. Um, and I love them just wearing them anyway. So I'm um, thinking about grabbing some Kohans. Because then that's a brand that I can wear that I don't mind taking pictures in. Because I'm not, I'm not repping somebody else's brand that I consider as a competitor. Yeah. Yeah, comfortable not, too, shit. Yeah. It's tough being like in this space because you take pictures and it's like you don't want to be there
0: everybody else's shit, right? Mm, understood. Understood. Hey, you know what? Uh, I, I saw you drinking a uh, a beer that I think I've actually had before. It's called Presidente. Is that it? See, is that Dominican is that Dominican water? What's that? Dominican water. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I've actually <laughs> where, so where in the states can you? Because I've actually had that and I'm. We were oh. in the Dominican. We were in. Uh, I was in Puerto Rico, and they had it. They had it shipped in there.
2: So um, you can find Presidente. I don't know if you guys may not have Publix. What grocery store do you have there?
0: Uh we got like Kroger, yeah, uh, Safeway. Safeway, Albertsons,
2: Safeway should have it in there. Okay, know. but well, I'm obviously- in. I'm in. But I'm in Florida. And there's a lot of Dominicans yeah. in Florida and Puerto Ricans, and so. You know, they need that beer. Caribe, Cari- if you can find Caribe beer, um, that's fantastic. Okay. Actually, if you can find there's a Caribe and it comes in a can and it's infused with pineapple, Gosh. it'll change it will change your life.
0: Whoa. Okay. Spe- speaking of that, I got another question for you then. So since you're there in Florida, what what kind of, what's your favorite mafungo? I don't
2: like mofongo.
3: No?
0: Boom. No. Okay, and then what about, what's your favorite, like, uh, Caribbean dish?
2: So, uh, my lady is from Trinidad. Okay. So or she's Trinidad. So, I mean, I go to the roti spot. I go to roti spot, and I buy a double with everything and curry shrimp.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Sounds great.
2: That's my crack. And I'm hungry. I buy two. Then by five seventy five. I eat one in the car in the parking lot (laughs) because I can't wait to eat that bobo, and then the other one is eaten within a mile of me leaving the 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 spot. But no, I love Caribbean food, so I've been to DR fifty plus times, Um, Jamaica, Puerto Rico. Uh, down in Barbados and, you know, and and everywhere in between. And um, I just love food from the islands. Uh, There's nothing like it. I don't, you don't have to season it because it's been seasoned to perfection. Um, I don't prefer curry over jerk or jerk over curry. I love them just the same. Uh But yeah, um, I'm a, I'm a Caribbean food dude.
0: Nice. Yeah, I had a, a, a sea bass dish in Puerto Rico and then a mafungo one where they had it was like chicharrones and it had yeah. shrimp. And then it was it was crab all in the mafungo, And that that was pretty good. Both of those were in, in Puerto Rico. Mm.
2: The cool thing about Puerto Rico, I stayed at a hotel called Royal Isabella. And one thing that was pretty cool is the actual chef went out and caught fish that morning. Oh shit! That's That's dope. dope. Yeah. And so then the fish he caught that morning, he's coming in and he's actually cooking that for you. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there's a couple of other resorts depending on where you go. I've traveled a bit, so I'm a little spoiled. But you go there's one spot, and you go out with and you actually go catch the fish. You bring it back to the hotel, and they keep those. They keep that fish for you. And then they prepare in different ways for you over the next day or so, so that you're actually eating the fish that you caught. And then they play around with the dish, put mango and pineapple and play around with sauces and whether it's snapper or whatever, but I'm, I love snapper, um, snapper and, uh, and grouper cause I love a thick, I love a thick white fish.
0: Yeah. It's, it's meat. It's a uh, hearty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's hard. On, man. It's hard to hate on those meals. It's oh, making me hungry. But no, that's a
2: little fat boy who lives who lives inside of that.
1: Let's roll into our hate of the week. Hey, 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 hey. This is a time of the week where everyone can talk about something they hating on. Just get it off your chest. Let it loose. um once again this week we got no hate shook, so that means people get tired of us rebuttaling and talking about their mamas and hanging out. Good. Um so that's <laughs> that's good. Uh I'll start with the the hate of the week real quick. So I'm a hate on all these folks doing all this weird shit out here. Uh if you watch social media, you see people acting up with this COVID stuff. I seen a dude in a subway station the attendant was mopping and this dude comes up and takes a dump in this dude's bucket and then gets up and wants to square up on the dude when he tries to put the mop back in the bucket because he wasn't done. We got some wild shit going on out here, man. People acting up all over the place. Get yourselves together before somebody tune you up and get you right. You know? Mm. And so uh if your mama didn't teach you no no act right, hey, I bet you I whispered it in her ear. And so she should have passed that along to you. So that's my
2: hate of the week. After I bit her earlobe. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Tell your mama I said, hey. Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And
0: Lotus booted. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Ty, you got any hate of the week?
2: Yeah. there's what I want to say, and then what I what, what I'm gonna say. That's two different things. So I'm not gonna say what I want to say because I got to be careful. Because I <laughs> I carry a lot weight on my shoulders. Sure. Um, sure. but that white dude, and I think it was Jersey, who rode up on our brother at his house, and there was like, um, he was calling them all kind of monkeys and 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 n words and all that stuff, and then. In so many words, he said, pull up on me. Pull up on me. And then he gave his address. Oh, oh pull up on me. I'm a 924, blah blah blah. Pull up on me, come see me. And within two hours, hundreds of black folks and squad cops pulled up on him <laughs> and carried his his, his Caucasoid tail out of that, <laughs> out of his house and put him in a box and took him to the jail cell. <laughs> yeah. He was inciting a riot. And they was not going for it. And black folks were throwing uh, ices and sun-kissed and crushed orange uh, sodas yes. and bananas at his ass as he was coming out of his house. It was hilarious. I'm going to have to watch just, that. Yeah, no, nah, you got to watch it, man. It's all over. But this dude went up and was, and it's unfortunate because they feel so comfortable saying and it, it's a theme and watch it. They'll say, touch me. Mm-hmm. I dare you, touch right. me. Yep. Touch me. I dare you. Go ahead, and touch me. Because they know if I if I if I put my hands on you, then it's assault. And mm-hmm. we're smarter than that. Um, but they know they're also smart to know that they if they do it and they incite it, it's all you know my my word against yours. And so you see a theme where they say touch me. I dare you touch me. Mm-hmm. And his brother was he was he was better than me. Um, you know, but don't let the five nine fool you with, you know, with, with I'm from the South Side of Chicago, and I, I made blackout. I, I don't know. I made blackout. And I don't know what happened. I don't know. All I know is that he's on the floor, and i was still standing. But he literally decided that he was way better than, and then called the cop all kind of nasty stuff, and the cop was all nice. Cop knew the dude's name. Hey, hey Rob, go home, Rob. Go home, Rob. You know. Well Rob went home and two hours later there was hundreds of black folks from the neighborhood who all pulled up on his house. Everybody saw the shit on Instagram and Facebook. And they literally uh he 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 gonna have to move like out of state. Yes. Mm
0: -hmm. He deserved that shit. That's what he
1: gets. They was gonna bless your ass if you come out that house. So hey.
2: He not gonna do that again.
1: No, never.
2: For sure. Never. So that's my hate. Is not hating on me, is is people just hating on my people and trying to press us to do things that we don't want to do, um, that we want to do. <laughs>
1: right.
0: You
2: know. I feel that. I want to touch
0: you, but I don't want to touch you. Right. Correct. No doubt. Suge. So, I'm, you know, I just, you know, people need to, you know, people are going crazy. People are doing a lot of dumb shit. Um, you know like like having nice things and when you go and work on on your shit you know you take care of it you take pride in it and to go back and find out you know today somebody had uh busted in our our uh, busted through our camper man and was trying to just go through shit mm. and, and yeah man just we have a little we love a little pull trailer and someone decided to go through there and and check all of our stuff in there but the thing is is that you know um that shit gonna come back on them people Cause I'm a big believer in karma, yeah. And if you, if you, if you're, you're lucky I didn't catch you. Cause if I would have caught you, I wouldn't have been that better man tie. I, I probably would have. I probably would have folded these niggas in the pretzel. So but
2: you get these hands. Yeah, they don't to <laughs> <eat their hands. laughs> <'Cause laughs>
0: And the Did thing is, it, the thing is that it was in a secure lot. Like when I go and talk to the, when I go up There's and no cameras. Me, yeah, that they Oh, we got cameras is in the front you know so it's it's never in the back where the shit happens so you know got some decisions to make and they might hear from me over at that little rv storage spot yeah but you know if all the fuckery you going around here um i'm just sick and tired of it man and i'm gonna tell you that some of y'all cats is gonna fuck with the wrong person yes and it's gonna cost you more than you think yep. so before you before you do that dumb shit you better think and you can always get these nuts from this podcast. Yes indeed.
3: These nuts.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Don't be a liar, Negroes. Yeah. All the way. <laughs> and, we, and we revert back to days where we didn't have uh insurance and people who paid us uh, every two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, where we just did, you know, those days we didn't care. Yeah. You know, and we had we had we can make a couple calls and people would show up. And we had help, yeah. Uh, but yeah, now nah, I mean, people want to test you, you know. They say, "Come test me now." The psalmist. but you know, they'll test you until they get they get stung, mm-hmm. and then they're like, "Oh, <laughs> I, that
0: is that what that feels like?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, hey, that's that pride. That pride gonna fuck with some of these people, man. It's gonna it's yeah, gonna hurt. It happens in business too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it happens it sure in business. Does. It sure does. But believe
2: me, you know, being in my position, there's a lot of people who look for me to be, they cheer me on. And then there's a lot of folks who are looking for me to do something stupid. For sure. Or, from, or just for, not even that, just for me to fail at something because they'll say, I told you so.
3: Mm.
2: So that keep, those people keep fueling me to to do better and to make sure that I I bring along, you know, those behind me. Because then if you bless people, and then they're like, no, Tariq's a good dude. Like, no, that's that's not the guy I know. You know, like, you know, don't. And if the more we we protect each other from others who are trying to, like, you know, badmouth and say negative or, you know, degrading things, then, then you know, then we're good, you know. Mm-hmm. But until then, we just have to keep living that good life. Um, you know bless others you know not look for the blessings but bless others because the blessings will come Um, and karma's a motherfucker sure
3: mm-hmm,
2: it uh, is. you know but in black business and in this industry there's not a lot of black folks so I'm more than happy to come spend two hours with you cats but just know I gotta go spend two hours <laughs> I gotta go get coffee yeah <laughs> 'Cause I gotta go get them two hours back because <laughs> now I, I gotta check these boxes. Yeah. And I got I got fourteen hundred belts that just arrived in my warehouse and I got an inventory so you guys can go buy all this shit next
0: three d That's right. Hopefully go out there and, and go out there and make a purchase.
2: Yeah, please and thank you. These are uh, these belts, my first belts were like two colors. My new belts are like three, four, five color combinations. I went wow. I got orange, blue, gray, uh, pink, purple, and gray in the same belt. Like if you bold, you feeling some kind of way, then these belts gonna kinda give you what you looking to do a little something different.
1: Word. Mm-hmm. Well that's our
2: Hey, 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 hey hate
1: hey, hey, hey. section of the week. Hey Sug, roll into uh our golf gigging song of the week.
0: Oh, as we man. as we give you every week another banger. This one is it titled A First Place. It's a single, so they not they they haven't put out an EP or nothing, but I'm sure it's coming soon by Wild West and Polyester the Saint. Check it out.
1: of the game, bitch. I won't stop. Won't Ain't stop. nothing certain, so I'm working. Never close shop. I put the product in the game. Now we don't stop. Don't you stop. know I gotta keep it coming. Off top. Hollywood just smoking, my niggas yeah, laughing like and joking. Out. <laughs> Be out in Vegas so much, don't even bother to post it. In this okay. foreign motor, motor. IE on my shoulders. Yeah. My cup it over, over, but my business over. Yeah. Come and spend the day with me, you think I went gold. So, Keep your mind fine. on your money, the yeah. game hella call. Independent CEO, snipe, I ain't got a way. Motivate, if this yeah. ain't what you own, then stay out the way. Oh, shit. Shit. Sliding through Covina, down grand ass. Lately yeah. I've been looking on. Go check that out Dope ass song By Wild West and Polyester the Saint And I know people
2: From West Coast Cause that's the old. It sounds very West It is Oh yeah
1: you know, West Coast for sure That's West Coast for sure We love it So We're at the end of the show We live, like to give everyone their final shout out So Ty you're our guest Final shout outs Tell everybody where they can find you and uh we'll roll through that and close out of here.
2: A lot of domains. Uh Deuce Premium, Black Golf Wire, United Golfers Association, 1896.golf. Um uh shout out to God who keeps putting his hands on my shoulders and guiding me and blessing me with opportunities and connecting me with people who love uh black greatness. Um, and that's those are my shout outs, because um, it's this is not for the weak Entrepreneurship people think that it's sexy, but it takes it takes a certain kind of person who can actually do this. So shout out to all you entrepreneurs who are grinding and losing sleep. Um, you know, what you, what, you, what you put in, you get out. I, I totally believe that and make sure that you cannot build your business from at your kitchen table. You must get out there and be public. You must go talk to people. You must be visible. If not, then they will just, you know, think that you're a ghost.
1: Right on. Shug.
0: As always, you know, I want to give a shout out to my family. Uh, shout out to all the listeners for keep hustling with us. We coming along this journey together and we appreciate each and every one of you. If you like what we're doing, tell somebody else about it and definitely tell them about our guest today, Ty in the conversation that we had, man. So, you know, we love chopping it up with everybody. Um, we came off a holiday where, you know, for the most part things was okay, but you know, make sure you're taking care of each other. Um, as we always say, make sure you take care of yourself, but also uh, the next man to you and the next lady to you. So uh, that's it, brother.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm going to shout out my fam, my fam, bam, Bushwood, uh shout out the Red Cup Boys, our new sports show that's gonna come out that's gonna start with the football season. That's gonna be fun. Uh shout out to Hard Knock Slicers, our tournament that we're on. Uh we're on bye week this week, but you guys go out there and hit them straight for us. Uh shout out to Ty for coming on. Uh Busy Man took some time out of his schedule to come on. We appreciate all our guests that come on and they push our brand and it's showing in our listeners. And I love it. And uh we're just having a good time and I just appreciate people doing that. And, uh, of course, God, for real, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, we are out of here. Thanks for hanging oh. with the Negroes.
2: And shout out to the Negroes, Suge and E-Mitch, for putting the brother on and letting me come hang out for a couple hours. How about that?
0: You got it. You got it. Appreciate you. And get so, out there. Go ahead and get out there to deucepremium.com. Yes. and Buy, we'll, buy stuff. Buy stuff. That's right. <laughs> and with that we,
1: we all say deuces.
2: Deuce. And my, my son appreciates it. That's right. be, yeah. <laughs> College fun.
1: Yeah. Don't be alarmed, we're negroes.
3: Yeah, this
2: is El Negro.